0: Hello, and welcome back to Tech Champagne. My name is Elisa Purdy, and I'm your host. And today, I have a very special guest. Today, I have Tabitha Jones here on the podcast. Tabitha was on the podcast, uh, I think, at least a year ago. She is an executive career and growth coach and the owner of TabithaJones.com. And fun fact, Tabitha and I have known each other for probably 30 some odd years (laughs) since I was just a little tyke. Hi, Tabitha. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I am good. I'm so excited to have you here today. It's your second time on the podcast.
1: It is. Oh my gosh. I had so much fun the first time and it was, I think almost two years ago. It feels like a blink, but so amazing. And I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. I'm happy to have you here and to hear all of the updates. So you and
0: I worked together a couple of years ago and you were just starting out. I know your, your company has been in action for almost seven years, but you were also working. And then you contacted me when your uh, company was making changes and you weren't going to be there anymore. And you wanted to go full-time into TabithaJones.com. You know, I always support this. And then we went full force and you've been going full steam ahead ever since. So a lot has happened probably in the last couple of years for you.
1: Oh my gosh, so much. I cannot believe we're coming up on three years since I left my corporate job. Um, I had been there almost 28 years and decided after that last reorg, I was like, it is time for me to go follow my passion. So here we are. Um, so yeah, I've done a lot of learning, a lot of growing and just uh, just having a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's, it's a lot. I remember when you started
0: and you were in corporate management, like at a really high level for a long time. And before we hit record here, we we were sharing some funny stories that happened in uh, corporate America. And you mentioned PTSD. And I know some of us who have been in corporate America have that maybe a bad management or a bad experience or being laid off or let go or any of those things. But you had a couple funny stories and you worked for a cable company. Is that right?
1: I did. I worked for a large cable company. And uh, yeah, we were laughing about some of the early days. So I started out in a call center answering phones for the cable company. And back in the day, the channels were HBO, Showtime, Playboy, and Disney. Like It's nothing like it is now with (laughs) streaming services and a million channels to choose from, right? And we had a sales quota for selling those channels. And Playboy was always uncomfortable, right? And I'm Gen X, so we don't talk about such things. No, we don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> never. So we were talking about, um, you know, just some early career weirdness that happened. I was talking to a, another friend of mine and she had worked for a rental car company. And so I brought up some of mine. I was like, oh, you haven't lived till you worked in a cable company call center. We used to have a gentleman who would call and argue the point that he had to pay full price for a Playboy purchase because he only watched the first 10 minutes. Um, So it was really hard (laughs) to talk through that conversation about why he had to pay for the entire thing, and it was not up to us (laughs) to figure out his proration factor. Um, So we had that. Uh, We had a gentleman who would call until he got a female um, a female representative and he would ask her to read the titles and descriptions of the upcoming adult shows for the evening um, so basically oh, he no. was getting his free uh <laughs> free, oh, <no>. updates. <laughs> free updates oh my gosh so many so <laughs> many um so many weirdos um and then there was the time that we were laughing about um i got a call from this woman who was distraught because her cable was out but which by the way, her power was out. So, oh, there you go. Um, And (laughs) so when I said, well, you know what? The power is out and the cable will come on when the power comes on, blah, blah. And she said, well, what am I supposed to do in the meantime? And she didn't say it very nicely. We got yelled at a lot. And I said, I don't know, maybe you should read a book. (laughs) <laughs> that was a call that was being monitored by my manager. <laughs> so I got a little talking to. So uh, I didn't spend a lot of time in a call center. Yeah. So, no. um, that was when I realized getting more behind the scenes was for me. Fun <laughs> <laughs> oh times. So,
0: it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I had um, a boss who was horrible to me, and
1: I flashback sometimes. <laughs> Somebody yeah, will say it's... something, and I'll like twitch. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's one of the things with clients, especially when they're transitioning into a new role or they're preparing to interview Mm -hmm. a lot of their PTSD comes up and mine, Mm -hmm. you know, I share the funny ones. There were some hard ones along the way, but some of these ladies, it's really about learning how to let go of what happened because that always weighs, right? What could I have done differently? How could I make sure that never happens again? Is it going to happen with my next boss? At least with my old boss, I know what to expect. Um, so just kind of clearing all of that garbage so you can move forward.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that's a really good point. So you help, do you, you work primarily with women, as I recall, right? Is that right? I say I
1: work with mostly women and a few lucky men. So, oh, yeah, I so love that. Male here and there, but mostly women. <laughs> I, love, I love that. Um, and you get to
0: sort of help them figure out what's next in their career path. And I know you can probably draw on your own experience because you were at a corporate job for a really long time. And I think for our generation, that was what you did because I didn't grow up with the internet. I know this is gonna be shocking to a lot of people who are listening to this podcast. Like, How old are you? Yeah. The internet wasn't a thing when I was a kid. And when I, you know, and then it's like, you go to high school, you graduate, you go to college, you get a job. That's it. That's all there is. Then you retire when you're 65, yeah. you know, and, and it's just not that way anymore. So you get to help support people in this transition and helping them take advantage of their options. And I think is great. And to your point, yeah, some of the old stuff, I'm sure is part of that transition for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It kind of sticks in there, sticks in your mind, right? It kind of gets to you and, and women who feel like maybe, you know, I can't do the next thing because I don't have a degree or, you know, they, they tell themselves these stories about what's in their way. And at the end of the day, the only thing in their way most of the time is themselves. So it's, it's really fun. It's really fun to see the lights come on and that confidence grow and, and helping women get to that next step in their career. Yeah. And, and what was something that sort of inspired you to take that leap? Cause I, it's not an easy one to take. <laughs> um, for me, it was definitely a lot of thinking, some procrastinating, um, You know, for me, it was just this voice in the back of my head. I was sitting in a seminar one day and it was about leading with power and authenticity. And that little voice in the back of my head just kept saying, why are you sitting in this audience? Why are you not up there having this conversation? Mm. And like many women, I first went to the, well, these ladies have PhDs and they've done work all over the world and they're so much cooler than me and they're so much better than me and you can't do that. Right. So, um, the, the voice didn't go away. So that's when I started part-time to see, you know, okay, how does this feel? What do I think? Um, am I going to be successful? Which was funny. I'd already been successful in my own career. I'd already Mm -hmm. helped so many others at work become successful in theirs. And yeah, that was just that kind of push. And then, uh, working for the cable company, the telecom, um, the telecom industry, so much changes all the time. So In my time there, I had been through four mergers and acquisitions. I had been through more reorgs than I could count. Mm -hmm. And in late 2019, we went through one more reorg and my team went from seven states worth of employees kind of scattered across the West division to employees scattered across more than 40 states across the country. Um, it was just a really interesting time. And then our little pandemic came along and I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to settle everybody in. Mm. <laughs> this is my sign from the universe. It is time to to do something different. So I did. Yeah. You jumped <laughs> yeah. into the
0: online space and you did it without, well, to my knowledge, without really second guessing yourself. And you just kind of went full force. You and I worked together and, and built some programs, built some structure, and then you had your website done and you've just been going ever since. And I've just been you know, me watching your journey from afar. And really, I'm just so proud of you because so many people, you know, dive in and it it can be hard and there's a lot to keep up with. And sometimes people get, you know, they kind of put it away because they're not really sure about themselves and you've just been going and I'm proud of you.
1: Oh, thank you. And I'm so glad that we got to work together again and that we get to stay in touch and stalk each other. Uh, (laughs) It's so so, It's so funny too, because, you know, everyone sees the good stuff on social media, how great things are going, how happy we are, how put together we are not necessarily today, but you know, normally, um, but the reality is behind the scenes, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. There's hard days. There are, you know, days where I'm looking back for jobs to see if that's what I want to do. And then I'm like, Oh, nope, just kidding. Let me come right over where (laughs) I'm at. Fine. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. It's fine. Just focus. Right. And that's where, um, it's, you know, it's I don't know. I think the thing with people who get into entrepreneurship from corporate, because it feels like it's the thing. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things we don't know. And leaning on our community, you have been a great part of my community and inspiration, leaning on other entrepreneurs who have paved the way. It's so important because we all go through it. And my friends who've stayed in corporate for so long, they don't quite have that same understanding and they're not able to support in the same way. So I'm just really saying a lot of words to say, I'm really grateful you've been there for me.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I was, we were talking a little bit um, before I hit record here on a couple like key things that you see in your clients, like in the entrepreneurial world, we were talking about like time management, managing your calendar every day. That can be such a tricky one. It's different for everybody, and it's kind of a moving target.
1: <laughs> it for sure, yeah. It's so interesting too because a lot of us think about time management, and this goes as we were talking a little bit earlier across the corporate space, professional women as well as entrepreneurial. We kind of get our time management and calendar management a little meshed together. Mm. Uh, when I ask a client, who's frustrated that she's not getting ahead. And How are you doing when it comes to calendar management? She will almost 100% say I'm amazing at time management. Like, okay, well, tell me what that means to you. Mm. Well, I get everything done in a day that needs to get done and do whatever it takes. Like, Okay. So let me see a day in your calendar. Let's walk through it. And I will see literally meeting after meeting, after meeting, after meeting, sometimes from seven in the morning till six in the afternoon Uh or evening. And I'm like, well, when do you think, how are you preparing for these meetings? When are you focused on actually getting work done in a way that's building your confidence and getting you more prepared? And I see the deer in the headlights, Mm -hmm. kind of face like, oh gosh, should I be doing that? I'm like, yes. (laughs) We need to do that. That's getting in the way of your career growth. And the same thing happens in the entrepreneurial space because I found myself doing it where I would just be doing things all day long. Yep. I got this done. I got that done. I got this done. I got that done. I got that done. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, I haven't talked to a single person person about signing up for coaching today mm-hmm. or this week, but you know what I did a lot of pretty things in Canva. And I did a lot of really cool <laughs> stuff, you know, over here in my head, or I doodled <laughs> in my calendar. <laughs> I doodled. So, right. So making that time, whether you're in the corporate space or you're in the entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial space, making time on your calendar to get things done, like time blocking is really great. Even if it's just time to think, right? We we don't we take for granted that we need time to think, and we don't do it. We try to do it in the car while we're racing to get somewhere that we're late for. Yeah, yeah, not being intentional. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And then we also were talking about um, this is something that happens to quite a few people. So if you're listening to this and this is you, we see you. We're here for you. Don't you know? It's all good. People do this, but the visibility factor. A lot of people hide in their education, I think, perceived education, always getting certificates and trainings and I'm guilty. I've done it.
1: <laughs> I have I have done it. But I'm sure you see that a lot in your clients. Oh my gosh, so much. I saw it myself. I feel like you might have called me out on that more than once. <laughs> <less>. Um <laughs> But you know what? It's like, oh, if I get one more certificate, people are going to trust me more. If I get one more certificate and honestly, nobody cares. Nobody cares. You can solve their problem. Yes. Right. And I see it absolutely with clients where I'll be watching LinkedIn. Just got a certificate in this. Just got a certificate in that. Just got a certificate. I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) Who have (laughs) you talked to this week? Right. Are you networking? (laughs) Are you getting out and talking to people about your goals? What are we doing? So Education is amazing, but we can't Mm -hmm. hide behind it either. It just gets in our way. Yeah, agreed.
0: There's some hiding that happens there. There's a little bit of Mm self-doubt. So we just kind of get into other people's stuff and we're like, oh, well, if we learn this, then everything will be great.
1: Right. And in the entrepreneurial space, it's funny because I, I, you know, I keep going back and forth a little, but I mean, everybody's got a $29 solution to something, right? And yes, you're like, oh, yes. well, if I do that, that'll do this. Or if I do this, it'll do that. Exactly. And some of those courses have so much value. And some of them just like, literally, I could have spent that hour talking to a human being and sharing what I do and, you know, actually doing what I love.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and growing the business. And I think that's something too, is a lot of people don't um, track the, the business growth for the year, and they don't project and they don't plan. So you and I were talking about uh, databases for your business, like a, a way to track sort of like the metrics. So what is something that you concentrate on there for your your clients?
1: So with my clients, I have them tracking, and it's it seems maybe a little more basic, but women especially get so involved in the day-to-day work getting in the trenches with their team and bear in mind most of the women i work with are leading teams they mm-hmm. get so in those trenches that they forget the importance of showing up as a leader which then they end up super agitated because they see their mayor, their mayor, male peer get mm-hmm. the promotion mm-hmm. and i always hear i do so much more than he does I'm like yeah you do but guess what he was in the meetings that mattered He was talking about his accomplishments to people that needed to know who he was. So for my clients, we spend time tracking networking. So Mm -hmm. who is your fan club? If I were to ask seven leaders at your company, this is for larger companies, bear in mind. But if I were to ask seven leaders at your company about you, what would they tell me? And if they can't answer, they got homework. So I'm going to have you track. These are your informational interview questions. You need to get these scheduled. And then from there on, we're going to track each week right? Um, We do tracking for my clients who are on job searches. So Mm -hmm. I actually just started using a new tool called Teal. Um, It actually is a great job tracker, but tracking, what did you apply for um, so that we can come up with really customized interview questions and make sure they're well prepared to talk about their experience. Um, Tracking transferable skills, tracking accomplishments, like tracking is a thing and Mm -hmm. I am not a data person. I led technical teams forever. They never would know that I'm not a technical, tedious (laughs) (laughs) database person, but when it comes to clients, like you have to have that picture to look at at the end of the year. So whatever your goal is, and from a business side, you know, as well, having that database where you're tracking, you know, who have I talked to who has asked for my support? What did I send them? Um, when should we start working together? What are we doing? You know, keeping track of all of those things, because I know you talk to a lot of people. I talk to a lot of people. We can't keep it all in our heads. It's just yeah. not possible. No, that that's true. <laughs> Especially... And oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, especially at this age, I can't do it. <laughs> okay. I know I'm still young, but also hormones. We were talking about hormones earlier. Like they, they get were. in the way of the brain sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh. The brain
0: fog. So many of my clients are like, I just can't remember things recently or lately. And I'm just not, I'm kind of forgetful. I'm like, go get your hormones tested. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's totally okay. <laughs> um, I love this conversation, Tabitha. I think it's really smart because we have communication happening constantly, especially now with all the apps and all the social media and all the this and the that. And so to have some way of, of tracking these metrics is really, really important And any sort of communication. I know you do a lot on LinkedIn. Um, what does your strategy look like on LinkedIn? That's not something that I spend much time on, but I know it's really key for for your business for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So for me, most of my network is on LinkedIn and, and I dabbled. I'm sure you've seen me dabbling a little here and there. I tried Facebook. I tried Instagram. And as we were kind of laughing before, when I was working in a full-time corporate job, and even now I would go to Instagram or Facebook more for those funny little puppy or kitten videos or things mm-hmm. that are, you know, completely inappropriate that you can't say in the office. you But, you know, for me and there's so many creative coaches and others that are making a great um, investment in those two spaces and building their businesses.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For me, really looking for that professional woman who's a leader in her space, LinkedIn is where they're at. Um, and that's really where I connect with clients. I tend to connect with about 20 new people a day, send out, hey, let's let's get to know each other. Oh. They're usually connections of my connections. Um, Not all of them accept. So, you know, we do keep track of those who accept and kind of go through some questions like, hey, so what's your big career goal for 2024? Or I see that you're on a job search, how's that going? And then my strategy is to look for a way that I can support them. And often it's a resource. Um, I may send them a podcast that I've joined. I may send them um, a template I've created. Sometimes I offer a complimentary resume review but really just keeping track of who I've spoken with and kind of where they're at so I can continue to check in and build and nurture that relationship.
0: Yeah, that's, that's really smart. I think leading with those resources is such a great, it's a great way to support people from like a really authentic place.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And And it's, it's so important to, to build the relationship and let people get to know you. I've had people say, well, are you selling me something today? Like, I don't have any money to invest or whatever it is. Like, <laughs> no, I just want to talk to you a little bit about what you're going through and let's see how we can support you and get you moving forward. Yeah. Would I love to work with you at some point? Yeah, absolutely. But today that's not what it's about. And, yeah. you know, I've, I've made so many great connections that way. It's, it's been great. Yeah. That's a good reminder
0: for people to not forget about LinkedIn. Um, I think it's grown leaps and bounds in the last several years, keeping up with all the fun functionality of the other social media sites.
1: (laughs) So Mm -hmm. yeah,
0: getting getting better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a great place. And so when people uh, come to you or, you know, they do want to start working with you, you have a container for them. You've got a, a really good group container called empower her
1: executive leadership program. So let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a one-on-one and I have a group program, very similar structure wise, but generally the women who are going into the, into the program are those who are high achievers. They can't figure out, you know, why (laughs) they're not getting promoted or they just really need help with that. Kind of like we talked about the calendar management, the visibility, like understanding how to get it in there. Uh, I actually am working with a client who asked me, she's like, why don't you just lead with confidence builder? I said, cause nobody's buying that. (laughs) It's not, (laughs) uh, you know, Hey, I'm here to sell you some confidence because most (laughs) of the time we don't realize that's our problem. We, Mm -hmm. we think it's something else. And then we find out that we've just forgotten who we are. Mm. So we spend time really elevating professional presence and brand and learning about building trust and nurturing your team culture better. Um. A client of mine, she had started her team meeting the exact same way as the previous leader, and it's been going on now for like six years, right? I'm like, have you thought about changing it? They're like, what's the response you get? And she's like, everybody just kind of throws out an answer. I was like, okay, have you thought about changing it and starting a different way? And she did, and she's like, I literally had people walk up to me and say, oh my gosh, that was so much more fun. Thank you. Oh, what's going to be? What's coming up next week? And so just learning how to make simple shifts and knowing that you're empowered to make changes. You don't have to keep doing things the same way. So that's kind of the high level of the Mm -hmm. program, but um, I don't know. It's just so much fun, just fun seeing the growth. It is really fun seeing women recognize themselves when we talk about hiding and not being visible or just burying themselves in the work and not doing the leadership activities that need to get done. And and teaching them what it takes to really go after those goals.
0: Yeah. And I I think sometimes people identify that as male energy and, or masculine energy. I really am excited to see that shifting because women are leaders too. Women like success too, you know? So exactly. Deserve it. Absolutely. So I, I, and I don't know where that starts and hopefully, hopefully that's, you know, we're seeing a, a shift in that. But I think from when we're little, i was I was joking with my husband the other day of how um the school that I went to growing up, we had like a free week, like a whatever it was in the spring, and you could choose whatever activity you wanted for the whole week. And the boys did like building stuff and almost like engineering. We were pretty young. We we're in like third grade or whatever. And the girls had like a beauty day. And learned how to curl your hair. And I am just like, I really hope this is changing. I mean, my niece is 10 and I can oh already, you know, the engineering classes for for girls and women now are growing. So I'm happy to, I will get to a point here, but I'm happy that women in the professional space have you on their side because, you know, we need it, you need all the support we can get.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. And, you know, your comment is so true. Uh, there's a book, it's called Brave, Not Perfect. It's by Rashma Sujani. I've been recommending it to clients left and right. And Mm -hmm. though many cannot identify with her immigration experience, being a first generation immigrant in this country, every woman has been able to identify with her journey as women are, are taught to be perfect and boys are taught to be brave so even you know if you go to the playground you see the boys at the top of the monkey bars just jumping off they don't care if they break an arm they're like they don't even care right <laughs> where women or girls in the playground they're playing with their dolls or sitting in the corner keeping clean don't get dirty don't scuff your knees you know and so it's really great to hear that you're seeing the change in your niece but um the point in the book too it, she kind of talks about elon musk like no matter how you feel about this gentleman, right. Mm-hmm. His success is because he's willing to fail again and again and again and again, and take the lesson and learn and do the next thing and get better and better. And women are just like, Oh gosh, if I fail, the world's going to end. And yeah, it's such a good book. So anyway, recommend it if you haven't read it. And it's also great for younger women, women raising kid, uh, daughters. It's, it's just really a great book. I, I love that.
0: Yeah. The failure is part of success and I can only speak for myself and, you know, my, my clients, but a lot of women are afraid of the failure part and it's okay to fail. These billionaires have failed many times over <laughs> and it's part of the journey and it is okay to try something new and to do it before you're ready. Messy action is the term I love all of it. So yeah, that's, that's, you're absolutely right. The difference between boys, little boys and little girls is it's so funny. Yeah. My nephew is like a, he'll do whatever, he'll jump off buildings and whatever. (laughs) So
1: funny, And it's encouraged, right? The parents encourage it. But with the girls, with the girls, it's not quite as encouraged. It's more of a you need to be careful, right? (laughs) Don't make this person mad, you know, it's so it's, it stays with us as we grow up. And we're so afraid of hurting someone's feelings. And, oh, my gosh, I had an interrupter once. So um, a gentleman that (laughs) loved to interrupt in meetings, and he did it to women, he never did it to men. And he did it to me one day. And it was just, It was just the last day. (laughs) I was like, that's it. So I just kind of held up my hand and I said, just one moment, David, let me finish my thought." And as soon as I complete it, feel free to weigh in and give the rest of your, your information. And he didn't do it again. And when I came out, another woman said, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you just did that. And I was like, yep. She's like, are you worried that someone's going to say something? I was like, they should bring it on. Like, (laughs) I'm okay with it. Like, It needed to stop. And if it stopped it for everyone else, then we're done here. Like it's not, he's not going to keep doing it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, but we're so afraid of hurting people's feelings. I know. I know.
0: That's true. Yeah. I think we're conditioned from when we're really young. So we just, you know, the next generation, let's empower all the the little girls and, and women and support them to whatever success they want. Success is different for everybody. You know, exactly. For me when I wake up in the morning without an alarm clock I'm like yep <laughs> this is where I'm meant to be <laughs> whether it's 7 a.m or 9 a.m it's all good uh, this is so exciting and then you have a big project coming up my dear you have your own podcast coming out I know you said do you share a lot of resources with your clients one of them being podcasts so now you'll have your own that you'll be able to share so how's that project going
1: Well, uh, as I was sharing, I procrastinated about two years, so um, it is mapped out. I have written my intro and my outro. I have my episodes lined out for the year. Like I am ready to go. I just need to go. So um, as I was sharing, thank you for your last episode. By the time this drops, it may be a couple back, but um, about the simple steps of launching a podcast, I literally was taking notes in my phone as I was getting ready the other day, listening to it. I was like, why am I overthinking this? Just go. So um, yes, I'm going to call it the Gen X Career Confidence Podcast. And uh, I am planning to have at least four episodes recorded before the end of next week. So we can get it launched in the next couple of weeks. That's
0: outstanding. I'm so excited to listen to it and share it. I think the name is great. The name for me was the one thing that tripped me up for a really long time. I think your name is Fabulous.
1: It's really good. Thank you. Yeah. I've changed it six times, but I like this one. <laughs> so we're sticking. It's done. I've said it. It's in the universe now.
0: <laughs> now, yes. It's documented. It's out there. You have to go with it. Yeah. It's a great name. It's a great name for a podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay. My dear, well, I'm going to link to some fun things in the show notes here. I'll link to, um, your empower her executive leadership program to your, your group program and also your one-on-one coaching, um, that will be really exciting. And then um, if you have any free tools that you want to share, we'll get that in there as well. And it certainly link to your, your website for sure. Yeah. Um, is perfect. there anywhere That's else perfect. you would Thanks like? so much. Yeah. Is there anywhere else you'd like to people to connect with you? Is LinkedIn a good spot? Instagram? What do you think?
1: LinkedIn is actually perfect. I spend oh. a lot of time there. So I'd love for people to connect with me there, shoot me a message, and, and let's definitely chat and, and talk about your career goals. So.
0: Okay. Well, thank you Tabitha for being here with me today. It's always lovely to see you since I've known you almost my entire life.
1: <laughs> no, it's been a long time. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> I know it's so Our
1: families are I mean, are
0: good friends and second. Yeah.
1: I was going to say being that you know we're in our early 30s still, it's so weird.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm
1: identifying as 24 today. <laughs> I I You know what? I was going to pick 24. So I guess I better go 34. (laughs) We don't want to be
0: ridiculous.
1: (laughs) I love love this.
0: Yes. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I always love seeing you and I'm so excited to see what's next for you. It's been really, really fun today.
1: Thank you. It was great being here. Thanks for having me. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Okay. Sounds good.
0: And thank you all for listening to this episode of Tech Champagne. And I will see you on the next episode next week. Bye.